What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adam. I got my stuff all screwed up here. Back in here with another YouTube. Hold on for a second. Live stream. My goodness. Shout out to the Coach Gang. I got my stuff all in the background and all that stuff. <laughs> what is going on? Who prepared my show? Boxes in the back. Oh, my camera's all messed up. But anyway, y'all get to see uh, my boxes in the back. <laughs> Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here. Being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. We doing it like this, all right? Barbarian style. Shout out to the coach gang. Anyway, man, panties on the floor, junior college peace leave everywhere. All right, look. <laughs> panties all over the floor. Y'all missed it. Did y'all see? Fire, Kayla, who's my background worker? Look at this. Boxes all in the back. Hold on for a second. Let me clean that up. Man, what kind of professional am I? All right, this is a professional show, and it's a family show. The hell, that's better. Oh, my goodness. I see a box back there still. Anyway, this is a family show. <laughs> oh my goodness did y'all see the panties on the floor and everything what is going on at the junior college kaylee was all in here hey man we're gonna have a great show today today we're talking about men who get married twice all right men who get married twice often suffer in silence all right we're gonna talk about the great divorces how men keep going back into marriages we're gonna give you the statistics the ugly ugly statistics related to second marriages, and we're going to give you some videos uh, related to this data. And we went a little bit earlier because of the national championship game. We're going to watch the national championship game here. This is a family show. All right, so I'm predicting Kansas is going to beat. Um, Kansas is going to beat North Carolina today. That is my prediction. And let's check in on the coaches challenge. All right, let's check it out right here. All right, hold on. Let me get some music right there. Yes, this is the coaches challenge right now. Conrad, Stafford, and Tiggs, they are tied for first place, but they both have Kansas winning. They both have Kansas winning right now. So they need Kansas to win to tie for first place, I would assume, and they would have to split the pot. And then you have Jack and Dewey. All right, right here. Dewey. Dewey, he got to be from North Carolina named Dewey. <laughs> All right, they got North Kakalaki winning the game today, and I think. If they get North Kakalaki with the W, they tie. All right. And so Christine and Jim pulling up the rear with Nancy, Vincent, and Bailey and all of that. And Antonella and Chase and Larry. All right. So uh, I think those people are asked out at this point. So we got a four-way race right here for the most part. Yeah, Christine needs Kansas to win. Yeah. So it should be interesting. All right. We should have probably split the plot on that one. So that's going to be coming up. All right. We're going to get the results of that by tonight. Anyway, today's show, we're talking about second marriages, why men who get involved in second marriages suffer in silence. And I'm going to pull up some data right now related to second marriages that you guys will probably be uh, quite surprised because what tends to happen is people find uh, a new partner and then they think that new partner is going to be better than their first wife or they get lonely or they're codependent. I get so lonely when I think about you. And so what ends up happening is they get involved in second marriages. Now, let me give you the statistics related to second marriages. All right, let's read right here. 
All right. Um, it says, is, is, uh, is this your first marriage or your second marriage? Maybe your third marriage. Studies show that the rate of divorce for first marriages has dropped to 40%. Nope. All right. But the alarming statistic is the rate of uh, failures for second marriages at 67%. Mm. 67%. And for third marriages, 74%. It is almost damn near guaranteed. All right, it says about 70% of people who walk through divorce will wind up remarrying once again. Yikes. And at some point in their lives, if cohabitating couples are including, including, included in this figure, the statistics show that 80% of people take the chance on another relationship. And about 29% of all marriages in the United States involve at least one person who has been married at least once before. Men generally remarry faster than women do after after a divorce caucasians or george w bush community are more likely to remarry faster than he, than any other racial demographic in both genders the median amount of time that it takes someone to get married after a divorce is 3.7 years which has been fairly stable since 1950 sadly though the average length of time for second marriages ending in divorce was just typically under eight years. You're going to get a different data statistic from this one on the, my next chart. Why do you think this is happening? Why do you think we have, what? wait, wouldn't you think we've learned from our mistakes? And the reality is no. There's a lot of people that push you into these marriages, not saying that they are responsible, but they give you hope. You're giving, you're giving hope, especially if you divorce younger. I'll give you some more statistics right here. The median time between a divorce and a remarriage is 3.5 years. So that's fairly consistent with the first chart. Uh, but this says right here, where's the other one right here? Oh, um, I'm looking for another number and I can't find it. All right, so uh, let's see here. Oh, here it is right here. Interesting, the 20, 2001 population report shows that second marriages ending in divorce lasted on average 9.2 years for men, 8.1 years for women, in contrast, first marriages that end divorce last on average 8.2 years for men and 7.9 years for women. But the problem of uh, second marriages ending in divorce often is uh, this problem right here, the gray divorce. Many times when you get divorced the second time, you got more money in the pot that you got to split with your first wife. And now your second wife splits with you, a la Steph Curry's parents. Sonia and Dell, all of a sudden you got to split that pot in half again with the gray divorce. So it gets much more ugly and complicated financially, and it's probably going to affect your retirement, your living standards as you get older, and so forth and so on. All right. So I'm going to do some super chats, very few super chats, but I'm going to do them and I'm going to play this interesting video that you're going to play. Um, I want to, I'm going to have to put up a disclaimer. Uh, on this video because I'm not making fun of the guy in the video. I did not record the video. I did not post this video. Someone else recorded and posted it. This this is the father, and I want you to listen to um, this guy who obviously has been married twice. He's at the end of his life. He is suffering. He is sick. He has, um I think, all time Alzheimer's. He has something. All right, he's suffering from something. But um. His 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 kids put him up because I don't know, maybe they wanted to bring awareness to the disease or maybe they wanted to. You know, it was funny. It's a funny video. 
But uh, this is a video of what, what would happen typically for men who get divorced late in their lives. All right, so let's do some Super Chats and kick off the show. Simon Small is in the building. Thank you for being here again and again and again. Red Pill Lens has been laying low for a minute, but I'm always listening to your wisdom. Buy yourself a coffee, coach. We are back in here. Thank you, sir. Thank you for coming back. Is it Tari Boyd, my ex-girlfriend? Ended a two-year relationship after she got her career. So I could focus on my career. If she ended it, uh, if she ended it like that, I wonder what would have happened if I married her. She probably would have divorced me. Shout out to you. And you got her to get out of there pretty fairly quickly. So congratulations for you. But that makes you wonder, all right, how fast things change in marriages. All right. So appreciate you for dropping that in there. It makes you wonder, huh? Things that make you go, hmm. See, in our society, women can change their minds at, uh, you know, at the drop of a, a hat. And so while you think you may be up, you uh, fairly quickly will learn that you're down. All right. And if you're down and she's ready to go, uh, when a woman's when a woman's ready to go, she's ready to go. She ready to go. All right, so here's the marriage wheel. Everybody knows honeymoon period, honeymoon phase. This is when everybody starts to write me. Coach, my woman will never do that. We love each other. Every time we're with each other, we can hardly keep our hands off of each other. Oh, boy. Look, that's a fantastic time. Enjoy that time. That time's going to die. Okay. Just to let you know, that time is going to die. You're not going to be experiencing that for very long. And I broke this down in uh, a stream last week. Real life is going to happen. Okay, real life's going to happen, but enjoy it. Enjoy it. Uh, that's lust. That's called lust. So you're going to say, oh, you're good. I'm good. Let's get married. And then the investment stage happens. That's the stage here um, between children and hospitals costs. That's the investment stage. That's normally most marriages enter into this investment stage. Then this is going to be your kindling for divorce. This is what you're going to scrap about when you get divorced. All right. And most of you will. Uh, then the bait and switch occurs. This is when she changes the rules. Most likely it's her. She changes the rules. I'm not no longer going to accept that. Or like the guy said, she got her career. <laughs> um, let me see here. And so in this situation, <laughs> just, I'm looking at B-Real Mahogany. Um, in this situation, she changes the rules. And if you don't change with her, she takes you to step number four, which is divorce. All right. And so uh, you guys got to watch out for this bait and switch. The bait and switch is always going to come. All right, so the bait and switch comes. You guys know what happens next. Then you're in the legal system. You're entangled in the legal system. And then what men do right here, this is the important part of the show today. We normally focus on these things. We're going to focus right here on this little arrow. You see this arrow that goes with her, your wife getting a little bit of financial windfall. You broken. You're a broken man. She's getting her back broken now. The lawyer got paid. Your kids got split up. And um, what you're going to do is you're going to say, I miss you. I'm talking to you, baby. I miss you. Dun -dun 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 -dun. And then you're going to go right back into the marriage wheel. You're going to get married again. But I gave you the statistics. Divorce again is relatively high. So I'm just going to let you, and we're going to talk about income level and all that stuff. Divorce or cohabitate, divorce is almost guaranteed. Okay, 67% of second marriage is done. And what typically happens is, this is what men do, because their marriage is going, their second marriage is going, is crumbling, what they do is 
they just suffer in silence. They basically don't say anything because they're going to, they have to save face. They're going to lose faith with their family, their family. I mean, I'm pretty sure you went to a destination wedding. You jumped the broom. You went down to the courthouse. You said, this is the one she's better than my wife. This is going to last forever. And then after three years, it, it starts crumbling. And then you go, shit. Damn. Well, I can't divorce her now because I'm going to look like an asshole. So I'm going to have to wait 10, 15, 20 years. And you suffer in silence. You make all kinds of, um, you make all kinds of, uh, what do you call them? Um, compromises is the word that I'm looking for. You make all kinds of compromises. And then all of a sudden, you're a beaten man. So you're stuck. And now you can't just jump out of it because what you're going to do is once you jump out of it within the five, uh, uh, less than 10 years, they're going to say, maybe it's you. Maybe it's you that is the a-hole because now you can't come out and say two women divorce, grape you, the kingdom come for no reason. Now you're going to have a reason. Now you got to speak up for where your failures are. This is one of the same reason uh, why I didn't get re remarried. Okay, now let's, let me tell you something. There was one person or maybe two that could have been the second wife. And I would have been divorced from them, no no doubt. I would have been a victim for sure, relatively short order. Uh, but um, the reason why I didn't get ma married again, I knew. I was like, dude, if I get divorced again, if I get divorced again, I think my kids, between before they turn 18, will see two divorces in their lives. They will see their dad broken twice. Never let a hoe break you, brother's ass real never like the and so these women will break you um in in divorce court and then they see by the time your kids turn 16 they didn't saw you broken twice down and out like a mofo <laughs> all right you don't want to see you don't and so what i what i sent what i sent was i didn't want my kids to see me broken twice and i think when i got divorced from their mom the first time they were five and six so let's just tack on it. Let's say I got married in the lasted eight years. By the time they turned teenagers or adolescents, I would have got broken twice. All right. And I was like, no, no, no. We got to prevent that. So let me do the rest of the super chats. Then get on with the show. Shout out to B-Roll Mahogany. He's joking. He says, coach, don't listen. He says, guys, don't listen to coach. You should spend at least two months salary on the engagement ring, for example, $60,000 per year. You should spend $10,000 on the engagement ring. Or he said you shouldn't or you should. He says messing with you, coach, free agent lifestyle to the casket drops. Where are the guys? How much should I spend on an engagement ring? All right, all guys have to go through that complicated decision. But they are also telling me they don't pay for peace leave. <laughs> all right engagement ring marriage ring and suffering shout out to dgc more thank you for being here Avery van says i underestimate how long proofreading takes hashtag no sleep tell me about it reading is difficult reading is comprehension all right shout out to sono uh senior oral says i'll admit it yeah i rolled the dice um am one and done though you were not lying when you said that they are expensive. Regardless, I'll still support the coach gang. Still looking for those motorcycle jackets, maybe at one point. Yes, indeed, man. So, uh, dude, marriage and divorce is expensive as hell. This is why men say it's cheaper to keep her. Happy wife, happy life. A lot of guys, uh, where's my marriage supporter, guys? 
They're like, oh, coach going in on marriage again. Well, my marriage is going fantastic. I've been married for 12 years. All right, they're going to tell me they married for 12 years, and I couldn't find any better woman. She's my soulmate. She's my teammate. Coach, I'm up. Look, see, I'm showing you I'm a mature adult. I can do it. And you just mad that you got divorced. You just hurt and bitter. I'm up. Look at me right now. I'm the man. She makes me, she lets me be the man. She lets me pay. You know what she's going to do? She lets you pay. <laughs> you know where you share the same bank account? So the money's coming out regardless. And you guys are on a tight budget already. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's so funny. You're on a tight budget, but you go out and, uh, you you know, you're going to pay for the dinner, but it's coming out the same bank account anyway. I'll let you pay so you can feel like you're taking me out on a date. <laughs> mm. How many people do that? They be out there, uh, you know, oh, you know, pay so you can feel like you're paying for me. I'll let you pay. What the hell? <laughs> it's coming out the same bank account anyway. All right, come on, man. Never get a same bank account if you get married. Matter of fact, don't put nothing in each other's name. Shout out to Manuel Escuela. Says nobody cares, yo. Cancel that stream, you hater. Oh, shout out to you. Thank you, Manuel Escuela. Shout out to you, Manny. Did I call you Manuel? <laughs> shout out to Manuel. Nobody cares, yo. Cancel the stream, you hater. Oh, I love that one. Hey, hold on for a second. Is that your is that your theme song, Manuel? I call you what your mama called you. Manuel, get in here. Shout out to Anonymous. Appreciate you, sir. He says, better than putting this money in the divorce lawyer's pocket. I'd rather see it in coach's pocket. Keep giving the facts. Ha ha and Kiki and out here. Appreciate you. He says, ha ha and Kiki. All right. Thank you, sir. River Bacon says, thank you, coach. Thank you very much for the advice. You have helped me immensely as a young man. Your voice echoes in my head when I'm about to chase a long bat. Shout out to the coach gang and the gang. Thank you again, CGA. All right. Yeah, man. Hey, get them long backs out there. You know, just don't don't turn your life over to one. Don't turn your life over to one because it's going to kill you, bro. Hey, um, Manuel. Manuel, are you still here, sir? I think I found... A clip of you in here. Where's Manuel? Manuel, is that you? I think that was you right there. He was like, forget this, man. Shout out to Manuel. All right. Manuel, you're not feeling well. Harold Legurme says, Coach, did you get the shuffling out of the way? I did not. All right. But, uh, man, it's been a long time since I went in on the community. I did. Um, and here's a secret. that That's not shuffling. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, has any old content creators called me Uncle Tom lately? It's been a while. <laughs> he an Uncle Tom over there. <laughs> Dude, that worked. That, that, <laughs> them people, man, they thought that stuff was going to work on me. I ain't no Uncle Tom. 
I know Uncle Tom. I'm uh, I'm down for the community talk. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Yeah, man, that's me shuffling. He's shuffling. He's shuffling over there. Yes, I am. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All day long, baby. That's what I do. I shuffle. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, shout out to whoever, who's, who else is in here? Chris Puckett. Let's do one more. Thank you, Harold, for getting the shuffling out of the way. Chris says, uh, 10 years divorce, age 46, daughter going to college, avoided two new wives. Truly appreciate my peace and focus. Now it's sexually transmutation to achieve my major goals in life. No more wasted time. Hey, man, boy. So, so Chris, he dodged the marriage bullet right now. He dodged the remarriage bullet because it's relatively in a short order that men get married. So now he's got to get his daughter to school. And then he's got to, now he's going to start living his life. Now he can start over. He won't have the day-to-day distractions really that much with his daughter on a day-to-day basis. He will still be thinking about her, making sure she ain't in them streets. But he can now focus on the man he needs to be, okay? Because even if he got remarried today, odds are he'll be divorced by age 55. So he'll still get ruined. So he needs to push through that. Those times there, then by the time you get to 55, 60, then you could decide again. Now you got a tipping point. You could decide again. All right. If you ran through all the P- junior college peace leave, hey, maybe you're tired then. Or maybe you're like, well, I still ain't worth it. All right. Or whatever it is, it still ain't worth it. It's still not me giving up my hopes and dreams. Or I achieved everything that I wanted to. What can I do now? How can I make that impact? Um, <laughs> Manuel is here. Thank you, man. Hey, keep shooting chat. Super chatting me, by the way. See, keep super chatting me and, and up the numbers a little bit. Put an extra zero on the end. All right, so let's see here. Let's play this fun video. I'm going to put my disclaimer up. I'm going to put up this disclaimer just so you know. I did not record this video. Just so you know, I did not record the video. I did not post the video. I am not making fun of the gentleman in the video. The person who recorded and posted this will be it, it, it will be tagged on their on the on the video because it's a TikTok. Now I'm gonna break down some of the things he says in the video just to give you guys a frame of reference to point at what happens to me when they get older and listen to kind of how he's talking. Most of it is because he's got married twice, married and divorced twice, I believe. He's a man of advanced age. I think he is suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Okay. So we're not making fun of him, but it's interesting the conversation he's having with this son. And I want you to watch closely because take note, this could be where you are should you be a victim of two divorces. Now, again, of course, he has the Alzheimer's. Let's take that part out. But listen to the things he asks about. And I'm sure this is on a day-to-day basis. If you ever dealt with somebody with Alzheimer's, this is a day-to-day thing. All right. It's a really tough disease to deal with. And the person is basically, he's he's becoming an infant, but he's in his adult body. He remembers some things, but he doesn't remember everything. So every day is a new day to him. All right, so we're going to play the video. Again, not making fun of him, but the video was funny. A lot of people thought it was funny, and they thought it was endearing, but there's a message here. All right, so uh, let's play this video here. Um, 
here's the conversation. This is the older gentleman. He's having a conversation with his son. Um, you know, and when you get older, you don't realize you're older. All right. And so he's having a conversation about his future, his future goals. So let me see here. Make sure you guys can hear the video. I'm still doing it as oh. far as I know. Good, good, good. Yeah. Is everything going okay? Everything's going all right. What are you doing? I'm uh, relaxing. You're relaxing? For how long are you going to relax? Uh, a month. A month? Yeah. And then what? Then what are you going to do after you're done relaxing? Relax some more. And then what? After Which another what month? What I call relaxing. Is that called retirement? No, I've got to, what I've got to do is figure out what to do with my family and where am I going to live. All right. So as you can see, he's talking about, he, he's, he's still thinking as a man, as a provider. He's like, I still got to figure out things out. I got to figure out what to do with my family. I got to figure out where I want to live. He still has hopes and dreams. He's like, I'm still going at it and I'm still figuring things out. But what he doesn't know is that he's already retired and he's no longer a provider and he's, he's going nowhere because he's in the care of his sons. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to that part. Well, I know where you're going to live. I may want to move out of here. So he's already got hopes. I'm going to move out. I'm going to be out at the junior college or getting married. He thinks he's moving out, which I think is funny. He's like, I I'm moving out of here, bro. I'm moving out. You want to move out of my house? Is this your house? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this your house? I didn't realize I was living here. I don't know who I'm living with at this particular point. This your house? Oh, I didn't know it was your house. You want to move out of my house? No, I don't know where I want to move. I'm fine right now. I, uh, you're I'm, good, right? You're good right now, right? I'm good. Yeah, everything's Absolutely. then but in the long run. I don't know where I want to go. What All right, so in the long run, he doesn't know where he wants to go. <laughs> I love this video. So he's like, in the long run, well, obviously, when you look at him, there's no long run. All right, but he thinks there's still a possibility that he can go back to UCLA and. Yeah, his son is a lawyer. They kind of uh, mentioned that early on. His son is a lawyer and, um, you know, and all this stuff. So and he's like, in the long run, well, sir, uh, I think his son's going to tell you. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you, there's no long run and there's no, you're not moving from this house. He still think he living the free agent lifestyle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, I love it. Hey, she, you know what? This is going to be me in the long run. All right, I just hope somebody, I hope my kids will move me into their house. All right, so, or I'm going to have Ling Ling, my Filipino nurse. Wait, where's my Filipino nurse? Let me see here. When I move to the Philippines, is Ling Ling here? Oh, there she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Ling Ling going to be finessing the hell out of me right now. <laughs> this is going to, this because my family might not move me in. This dude living the free agent lifestyle right now, what he needs is ling ling. He's like, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going somewhere. <laughs> Shout out to ling ling, my Filipino nurse in here. Thank you, girl. Thank you, girl. And she robbing me blind. She putting stuff in my applesauce, keeping my salami erect. All right. She like, I'm going to put this in there. And my thing going to be like reporting for duty. So anyway, he's living a free agent lifestyle and uh, his father's like, no, Sean. Here we go. Well, I think you're going to stay with me and Mark until yeah. further, until you get sick or something, until it, things change. I think you're, you're, you're okay, right where well, you're going to be. That's what I plan to do right now. Yeah. If something else should come up and I have to see what they I don't <laughs> So he, I love it, man. Hey, he's like, that's what I'm doing now. But I don't know if y'all know, 
when I recover from all this, I'm going out. I'm out. <laughs> I love it. He was like, look, you ain't holding me down. You ain't holding me back. I know what I'm doing temporarily and all that, but uh, uh, it, after a while, I'm doing this. I think you're, you're, you're okay, right where you're going to be. That's what I plan to do right now. Yeah. If something else should come up, then I have to see what they ever I don't. Is. There's nothing going to come up. You're fine right no, now. No, nothing yet. Who right. knows? Right. <laughs> <laughs> He said, who knows? He said, I'm going to be. <laughs> I once lived with my great grandfather like this, and he was this age, and he was like, he would get lost. He would just go on a walk. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> he want to go to the streets. He like, y'all holding me back. All right, so let's see what happened to him. Who knows? What about your mom? How is she doing? Mom's doing fine. I right. talked to her about five minutes ago. She's oh, doing fine. She's okay. Yeah, she's okay. I don't know what, what, what happened. Well, how come we split up? Uh oh. Uh oh, pops. Here's the problem. This is where the problem is going to be, gentlemen. He doesn't know why y'all split up. Uh oh. Now we're getting to the crux of the problem here. He's still asking about her. I think you're you're, you're okay, right where you're gonna, gonna be. That's what I plan to do right now. Yeah. If something else should come up, then I have to see what they ever. I don't. Is. There's nothing gonna come up. You're fine right no, now. No, nothing yet. Who right. knows? Right. <laughs> Who knows? What about your mom? How is she doing? Mom's doing fine. I uh, talked to her about five minutes ago. She's oh, doing fine. She's okay. Yeah, she's okay. I don't know what what would happen. Well, how come we split up? Well, you'd have to talk to her about that. I know. I know. That was a long time ago, Dad. How long we've we been separated? <laughs> <laughs> he like, uh, you think I can go and get back at some of that sweet potato pie? <laughs> can I go? How long we been separated? Mm. Is she still got that sweet potato pie? <laughs> right? What she got over there? He's like, I don't know what happened, son. Yeah, you got divorce, great the kingdom come, and you put it right back in the back of your head. Okay. I don't know what, what, what happened. Well, how come we split up? Well, you'd have to talk to her about that. I know, I know. That was a long time ago, Dad. How long have we been separated? It's been a long time, 40 years. How much? 40 years. Oh, no, we haven't been separated that long. You've been divorced for 40 years, but you had lunch <laughs> yesterday, so you're closer than you think. 40 years. So he still remembers the woman. How's your mom doing? 40 years ago. So let's say the guy's 78. He got divorced 38 years ago. Now, I'm just going to tell you, we already put the disclaimer up. We're not making fun of the guy. This is a funny. I didn't I didn't record the video. I did not post the video. It was not posted to feel sorry for the guy. Do not come in here with your damn morals and talk about this isn't funny. We already disclaimed that. But this is a learning lesson. 40 years ago. This is how impactful divorce is. So you get divorced and it still affects you. You're not really divorced. Remember, I've always told you, you're not really divorced. He doesn't know why they split up. He's still thinking about it for the most part. But you don't really know why you don't have the answers. It doesn't make sense to you. You don't realize how much time has flown. You still literally part of that person's life even if you are suffering from an illness. Okay. Interesting, isn't it? Let me go ahead and continue again. Yeah, she's oh, doing fine. She's okay? Yeah, she's okay. I don't know what, what, what happened. Well, how come we split up? 
Well, you'd have to talk to her about that. I know, I know. That was a long time ago, Dad. How long have we been separated? It's been a long time, 40 years. How much? 40 years. Oh, no, we haven't been separated that long. You've been divorced for 40 years, but you had lunch yesterday, so you're closer than you think. 40 years? Yeah. What the hell did I do all that time? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so that's a good question for you guys. After you get divorced, what did you do with your time? Your time went like that. And didn't I tell you guys, let me take this down for a second. Didn't I tell you guys that um, your life goes by fast? All right. Once you get the 40, it's like this. Once you get the 40, it's going full speed. All right. Just like I tell you guys, stop tricking off your 20s and 30s. Because when you hit 20, 25, and you hit 30, life is going like this now. All right? And he's like, what did I do with my time? You don't want to be asking what you did with your time. Now, I know he's asked, he has to ask because it felt like yesterday to him. Probably does feel like yesterday to him. But he's still trying to figure out, what did I do with all of that time? Time goes fast. So really in cherish and, and um, cherish the life that you have here. All right. So let's pull up the remainder. Oh, you did. I remarry someone else? You did. You remarried. Absolutely. You had Josh. And what happened? Well, she, your second wife died. She, All right. So the second wife died. She died. Yep. And now do I have a wife now? No, you're, you live with me and Danielle now and Mark. Yeah. Half with me and half with Mark. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. You're doing great. Uh, You've had a long, productive life. Going on. Yeah, you're doing awesome. Joanne, what happened to Joanne? Joanne's alive. You saw her for lunch yesterday. Okay. So he saw the first wife. He saw the first wife uh, for lunch yesterday. So the one from 40 years ago. Um, obviously, he doesn't remember that. And his second wife died. Yeah, and you'll see her again, probably. You'll see her tomorrow. She'll be at your birthday party. I got a birthday party tomorrow. Yeah, you got a big birthday party coming up. I can't be my birthday. My birthday is in March. It is March. Is it March? It's Jesus March twenty third. So it's your 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 birthday's in three days. Twenty sixth. I know your birthday's in three days. He remembers his birthday. Oh, I didn't realize it was March. I yep. Everyone will be here for your birthday. Everyone. What do you mean? Everybody will be here for your birthday. Isn't that amazing? Yep. Yep. Well, I have a lot of kids. So. You got a lot of kids. He remembers that. How old am I going to be? You're going to be 90. 90. 90. 90. 90. Yep. How did I live that long? I don't know, Dan. <laughs> he said, how did I live that long? So shout out to um, you guys, 90. You guys better. Uh, let's see. There's this, There's their TikTok if you want to go pay them. Be respectful. Go over there. Pay them a, um, pay them a, uh, pay them a visit. And all of that stuff uh, related to this. But guys, man, 90, he actually looks pretty good for 90. He's just not in good mental condition. But um, man, this is interesting, right? So you have a long life, but in now where he is in his life, he's looking back and he's like, I don't remember much. Obviously, he's sick, but even still, he's like, what did I do with this time? What did I do? Did I make the best time? What, what kind of memories can you share with me that I did? You kind of want this to think about this because... Sooner or later, you'll look up and you're going to be here. You're going to be here. So he got divorced at age 50. I thought he was in the 70s. He got divorced at age 50, which is part of the show.
All right, so let's take the part of that show. Let me make sure I got all the uh, Super Chats. I'm going to come back to that. Let's get to the gray divorce, all right? So you second marriage people that go through the gray divorce, you're going to go through this part right here, okay? Nine reasons why second marriages are more prone to divorce. Statistics show 50% of first-timers divorce, 67% of second-timers divorce, 74% of third marriages in, in divorce, and many of them uh, I tell you not to get remarried because you're going to be able to pull the trigger. Been there, done that. Oh, I want to get married again. Within three to five years, it's already off the rails. And she knows how to pull the trigger. Most likely, she's going to pull the trigger on you. Divorce baggage. All right. Uh, many times, one or more people already been married. By the time you get into the second marriage, obviously, they're going to bring in baggage that is going to, the other person's got to take on. So, Maybe you've never been married, but married, but she's been married. She brings that baggage on to you and it slowly eats away at you. Marrying for the wrong reasons. I don't know why people say this, but feeling lonely. Here it is right here for you. Lonely feeling ass brothers, gumps. He says, or feeling like uh, one just can't hack it on their own can lead to a hasty decision. Reentering into coupledom without clearly thinking things through is a mature manner. In a true mature manner sets a marriage up for failure. Not enough time spent getting to know each other. A lot of times you do get remarried very swiftly. Taking the slow, uh, yeah, you guys got to realize that um, uh, you might be used to marriage, but the other person is not used to marriage. They may have not ever been married before and to come in with the hope strategy. Or um, they may you may be trying to get them to feel a role that your first wife had, but the second wife does not want to feel that role, right? The next reason why, and I think this is the most common thing, kids as the common glue. Perhaps the cement, wait, perhaps the cement holding a second, third, or fourth marriage together isn't as strong. Marriage historically as an institution was mainly intended as a structure for raising offspring. Period. But what tends to happen is couples stay together because you were introduced to their children or they were introduced to you. Uh, you were introduced to her children. So uh, many times if the divorce or the marriage is falling apart, you won't divorce her. The marriage is already over, but you stay for her kids or she stays for your kids. Because she feels like you guys are family because you got Brady bunched. And this is going to be a sick way or a sick reason to stay together. This is not even your biological kid, but you have a loyalty to them. Oftentimes, you see, uh, and we're talking about male to female, you see her kids more often than you might see your biological kids. Many times a woman will hold this. What about my daughter? She made a great connection with you. What about my son? You were his mentor. You're going to disappoint him. And she'll use that as leverage for, the, for you to stay. Second marriages come with stepchildren. Yeah, it says right here, learning to live with other people's children children isn't easy. The cheering. I can barely live with my own on days when they are uh, just being a little hellions. I can't imagine living with someone else's snarky PMSing teen girl, let alone my own. And you will find out relatively in short order that uh, when times come up where there's difficulties, 
those kids will throw it in your face that you are not their daddy. Oftentimes, I ask people, women mostly, who defend men marrying single mothers, I'll oftentimes ask them, why do they defend men becoming stepdaddies? And many times they say, well, I had a stepdaddy, and if it wasn't for my stepdaddy, I wouldn't have become the woman I am today. And I say, well, that's that's not you're basically volunteering other men to do something that you've never done. You just said you benefited from a stepdaddy. But what you don't understand is you put that stepdaddy through all kind of hell in your preteen, teenage years and early adult years. You almost stress the hell out of that man. And then now that you're an adult and now you have a different perspective, now you appreciate your stepdad. But you probably never gave him that man credit and you probably put him through pure hell. The 10 or 15 years that he was in your life. Sure, he saved your ass and you know it now. But I guarantee you, you weren't all uh, it wasn't all rosy when you were (laughs) you were with that guy and you probably sped up his cancer. Okay, he probably halfway near death and he has memories of you that you no longer have. All right, meaning he's like, God dang, I hated you as a kid. <laughs> but stepdaddy, it is. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we were sharing this article here. I think those were the main reasons here of the X factor. Yeah, if you have a blended family, never discount how your ex will play a part in that blended family. So the men's rights advocates oftentimes would talk about how the stepmom, I'm oh, sorry, or the ex-wife would actually either, you know, they she wouldn't be gal pals with the ex, uh, I mean, the new stepmom. I'm messing all that up. She would actually terrorize that stepmom. She would actually drag the stepmom in the divorce court and put her income up there and use that as household income to get more money for child support and alimony. Okay, so if your ex is not going to be stable and you don't know it until you get into a situation, she's going to hardcore affect your marriage experience. Okay, gray divorces. What is a gray divorce? All right, or a silver platter is a term referring to a demographic uh, trend of an increasing divorce rate for older gray-haired couples in the last long-lasting marriages. For example, I'm not going to talk about that. All right, but um, typically men of older ages who probably got married before are now experiencing divorce. And I have a question for the men who support marriage. Do you see yourself actually in this demographic? So say you're 35 years old, you come to my show, and you're sitting here going, listen, coach, my my wife will never do that to me uh, or any of that. But you still have another 20 years to ride out. You've been married for 10 years, but now you have to get to another 20 years to get to this point. The divorce rate is 67%. Wait, that's the second marriages. But a great divorce is... um, you're saying in 20 years, your girl, your wife is still going to be your ride or die. She's still going to be the same. She's never going to change, despite the fact that biologically she's going to change. All right. She's changing biologically by the day. She's becoming non-fertile. She is also going to go through menopause. She is also going to go into older age and lack of health. So is you. So are you. And now you're saying that this person's still going to look at you the same. Well, let's take a look. Listen at this video right here. Great divorce trend by 11 Alive. Fair use. 
and let's get a double dose of reality. Why am I telling you this? Am I telling you to brace yourself for when the other shoe drops? No, but I'm telling you to prepare for this. You might think your wife's not going to change, but she going to change, brothers. She going to change at the drop of a hat. Hey, 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 hey. Slow down, lady. Shocked. Earlier this well, many people, maybe you were, shocked the hell the earlier volume. this month when Bill and Melinda Gates announced that they were splitting up after 27 years together. So for the guys who've been in relationships and marriages for 12 years, you now got to go another 15 years to find out if you even get to like this long. You got to double up. Are you, you still think you got it? Right? You good? You still think you good? You still out here advising other men to marry? I can tell you, you're probably already struggling in your marriage already. But they aren't the only ones calling it quits later in life. In fact, a growing number of couples are divorcing in their 50s and 60s. But why? Author and 50s and 60s. Guys, we weren't meant to be together this long. I don't care what the hell y'all say to me. All right. I don't care what religion text you put up, pull up. We were not meant to be, be together this long. Period. And when you are together this long, you can't stand each other, bro. You can't stand. You like, oh my God, you won't talk to each other. You hoping the other person dead when you wake up in the morning. Maybe he'll stop breathing. Maybe he'll just die and I'll get a life insurance. <laughs> you definitely ain't blowing out backs. You ain't touching... You ain't even having sex with her. You ain't even sleeping in the same room. But there's guys out here in their early 20s. They got the first piece of peace leave that they, that, that, that they fell in love with, and they're going to marry. Okay. And psychiatrist Dr. Suvrat Bhargave shares some insight. Take a look. Dr. B, as always, thank you for being with us. Um, I found this um, article and these stories fascinating. Um, have you seen it? Fascinating. See, this is the stuff that nobody thinks of and they don't prepare for it. I'm I'm begging you at least prepare for it because this is a woman that probably I want to get married and I want to get married and fall in love. What? Right. Divorce me. Guys, 67 percent of second marriages fail. Damn near 70 percent. And people act surprised. What? I can't believe I was reading this article and, and old people are divorcing. I never uh, I never even considered it. Yeah, but you're already married. It's too late. An uptick in older couples divorcing? Yeah, I mean, like we've said, there have been some high-profile uh, splits here recently, haven't there? And, and I think it does speak to a bigger trend that we're seeing in the United States. Uh, in fact, in the last, uh, in the 20-year span of time, we've seen the divorce rate among couples 50 and older double from 0.5% uh, to 1%. Look at this right here. Boy, look at that love. Look at how lovely and love they are. <laughs> Goodness. Look at these baby boomers. I know it's hard to hear the video. I can't. They recorded it low. All right, but look at these lovers here. When they show up to uh when they show up to family Thanksgiving, they look so happy. Oh, hi Karen. She's got her V-neck sweater on, showing all of that wrinkled up cleavage. All right, you guys know that cleavage that y'all see right there being wrinkled up. She's still out there, got them out. She went and got her hair cut and her little bob. They don't touch each other. They don't kiss. They don't do a damn thing. <laughs> they 
She too busy volunteering. She volunteers for this. She volunteers for that. All right, just to stay away from his ass. He wake up early in the morning just to avoid the spending the early hours of the afternoon with her. <laughs> All right, he like, oh, God, I'm going to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning so I can get three hours of quiet away from this woman. And then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go hit some golf balls at the driving range at 7.30 so I can get another three hours away from her. Then I'm going to come home at noon and she's going to try to feed me some damn soup that I ain't going to eat, all right, because she's trying to poison me. And she's all she all she worried about is her grandkids and the dog. Grandkids, oh, this dog, this, she got a new puppy. She's got a puppy that she pushes in a uh in a in a baby cart. <laughs> she like, what the hell? Oh my god. All he's thinking of is some young peace league. He like like he can't, he doesn't even think a young piece of peace leave is possible. All right. He's like, man, damn. He don't realize he can go get some. This dude, somebody said he worth seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but miserable. This dude damn near a millionaire in investment. He got he a millionaire in investment. And he's still miserable. Every day he gotta wake up and they, he he wake up. Damn, please let me be single. And oh, there's my damn wife. Hi, honey. He just walks past her in the morning. She sits there sipping her tea. She's like, oh, God, he's still alive. Uh, and in my practice, I can tell you couples of all different ages are certainly uh, noticing a little bit more tension recently. Um, and older couples are, are not immune to any of that. Uh, but the issues that affect older couples are a little bit different than younger couples. Okay, well, let's talk about that because I know definitely this last year it has been impactful to all of us who have been married or cohabitating. Um, so stressful. But in general, what do you think is the most common reason that these older couples are finally making that decision to, to pull the trigger and to separate? She got some big eyes, by the way. Boy, she looked like a doll. But uh, why are these older couples separating? Your boo, all right? Your girl. Why, why y'all separating? Well, it's only natural. You can't keep up this horniness forever. Well, I mean, so there's no single overriding reason as to why couples divorce later in life. Uh, and I do want to say this. Most long-term marriages don't end on a whim or on an impulse. Mm. But um, there are often... It's years and years and years of um, this cohabitation routine. And somebody finally says, I'll call it. Push it all in, all right? Call. Sometimes, let's say, some festering resentment or people have taken a long time to make a decision. And midlife in itself comes with certain major life transitions, right? So children are leaving the house or careers are winding down. Toward so these are all things you don't plan for. What happens when the kids live out, leave the house? Oh, we're going to be loving each other. No, you're not, all right? You're going to be like, oh, I'm stuck with her now. You lose your job or you have a different career change or she loses her job. By the way, guys, women this age, they are not going to be working. They're not focusing on their career at this age. They're going to wind down and sit up under you with her bunions stanking. Towards retirement. Uh, and so couples that were already kind of drifting apart uh, find it less uh, less able to stay motivated to stay together. Hold on, I got to turn it down because the sound effects are happy. I'm trying to make the uh, volume happy here. 
But I mean, happy. <laughs> I gave away my thing. Here we go. I'm not happy. <laughs> so look at his face right here. I'm not happy. <laughs> hey, men in your 30s, you don't even know what's coming. Because when you get into your 40s and married, it is a disaster, bro. Look how you looking. Every day he's got to deal with this emotional terrorism of I'm not happy. <laughs> she he like, what's wrong? What do I do? What what can I say to her to, to get and he go to marriage counselor? Uh uh, if you just hug her, if you just hug her, he tried to hug her. It's all cold. She <laughs> she like this. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Oh, uh, baby. Uh Right. I've seen that in even all the weddings that I was in in my 20s. Uh oh. You know, all my friends that got married. She about to drop a red pill. Listen. Couples that were already kind of drifting apart uh, find it less uh, less able to stay motivated to stay together. Right. I've seen that in even all the weddings that I was in in my 20s. Yeah. You know, all my friends that got married right out of college, most of them got divorced after. 20 or so years once the kids were in college because they just found themselves growing apart. And oh, we grew apart. We grew apart. So you hear that red pill? Oh, man, we going to ride it out. We good. Most of the weddings that I participated in, and you know she was the bridesmaid. She was getting blasted by the DJ. All right. Most of the marriages that I've been in, they most ended most ended in divorce. And and it was like you said, a slow buildup that they finally said, okay, let's let's really part ways. Yeah. But I mean, also, do you think something that plays into it is the fact that it's really less taboo than it has been in the past to get divorced? Yeah, I mean, I think you're right, Christine. There are certain societal trends which uh, contribute to what we're talking about today. So, so it, it's way much. It's way more easier. People don't look bad on it. Uh, older women in their fifties and sixties can go get their back blown out with no, no, have a little boyfriends and little boy toys. In the past people would stay in empty relationships uh, because there was such a stigma around divorce. That's loud. There it is. That's y'all's future right there. Looking good, huh? And, and now, thankfully, there is less pressure from society. And so people are less inclined to stay in an unfulfilling relationship. Uh, but societal changes can mean other things, too. Women are less economically dependent on their husbands. Um, societal changes also means that there are differences in gender roles and expectations, right? So, so she's going to say, I don't have to do all that stuff for you. I'm going to go get my career. And now we really expect marriages to be true, equal partnerships. Uh, and if they're not, we're less. There, boy, he's got the womenism lingo down, equal partnerships. Inclined to want to stay in those relationships. And finally, the good news is we're all getting older. We're, we're living longer. Um, and as a result, people are picturing their futures in a different way than they used to. But the I get what you're saying, sir. But the problem is she didn't say that when she was 24. She didn't say that when she was 34, but now she turned 44 and she's blowing the relationship up. Or she's 54 and blowing the relationship up after I worked, had the kids, pay for them to go to high school and college, 
put them through, paid off the house, paid off our student loans. I saved a million dollars in retirement. And now, now you're saying, you know what? I'm not fulfilled. I'm going to go out there in these streets. Sorry, the sound effects are loud because I want to keep it. Now she says it. Well, she's going to get a windfall and I'm going to be broke. I think that is so well said, you know, all of a sudden, I think too, especially anyone who has overcome some sort of health scare, mm -hmm. I found that people that I know who have, you know, come out of cancer in remission, suddenly it has you rethinking everything. So now she got cancer or he, and then all of a sudden I survived it. Now I'm divorcing you. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around and paying the medical bills and keeping me on your insurance. You know what? I got a different outlook in life. Guys. I'm telling you, this is so common. This is so common, guys. You guys get caught off guard and blindsided. This is why you guys get caught blindsided. Right? Yeah, I'm sure yeah, I mean, life's well. too short, right? A lot of times people have. Life's too short? Well, why did you get me to marry you in the first place? Well, you married me. You the one asked. You the one got down on bending knee. Yeah. <laughs> life's too short. You figuring this out at 49, at 48? 52, 55, now I'm screwed. See, this is why you got to protect yourself. This is why you got to protect yourself. That idea that life is too short and I want to live life in a more full way. Yes, and for those people who maybe are going through a rough patch, um, any advice, especially, again, I, I know we're, I want to focus on the ones who are older and who have been together a while. You're screwed. So I do want to say this, and anyone right there right now who may be having a hard time in your relationship, consider seeing a couple's therapist. Nope. Uh, you are never too old to address patterns in your life that aren't working and then work with someone to try to find some solutions. If I, ha if I have to go see a couple's therapist in my 50s, I'm just going to say divorce. Because if you wait five, 10 years, now you ain't going to be at the junior college. You're going to be at the uh at the divorce court getting divorcees so do consider that but on top of that i would say this recognize that none of us is the same person we were when we first got into a long-term relationship oh. right we all Ooh. change oh um, this so is a good one hold up hold up you... but on top of that i would say this this is an important point that everybody needs to understand recognize that none of us is the same person we were when we first got into a long-term relationship yep. right we all change we all change so they're going to say, hey, I changed. Bait and switch. I changed. I'm not the person anymore you married. Remember, I always tell guys, uh, let me go full screen on this one. Remember, guys, I always tell you. The person you are meeting at 28 is not going to be the same woman when she turns 48. Or 45. She's not going to be. Matter of fact, she's going to look at the. 28-year-old version of herself, and she's going to be pissed at her. She's going to be like, oh. But the marriage contract didn't change. The divorce laws didn't change. The fact that she's going to rake you over the coals because you stuck around for 15 years, that ain't going to change. And you volunteer for that. This is what you guys got to know what you're doing. You volunteer for that. She changed. The marriage laws didn't. She changed. Alimony didn't. You might not have to pay child support, but she's going to say, at always, and do this. I always tell guys, talk to a 46-year-old woman, a 44-year-old woman. Ask her about the 28-year-old version of herself, the one that's pressuring you right now to get married. Ask her, would you listen to the 28-year-old version of yourself? Ask her that.
She's in her mid-40s. Would you consider everything that you thought at 28, would you consider that now fact? She more than likely, 90% of the time, will say, no, I was young and dumb at 28. She would be like, I wouldn't listen to that 28-year-old version of myself if my life depended on it. I was so insecure. I was dumb. I hated myself at 28. Or it was a big party, and I missed that cock carousel at, tw- at, at 28. Same for guys. So why would you roll the dice on something at 28 when you realize in 20 years she's going to look at her herself that she thinks she's so smart right now at 28 when she looks back 15 years at herself, she's going to look at herself and go, why? Who was that person? I hate that person. Blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you, get ready. Get ready for this. What else do they have to add uh, to this one? This is why if you get into a relationship, have preca- have these things already figured out. This is what people need to figure out for long-term relationships. Not all this, well, that ain't going to happen to us, and we won't be a statistics, and I have masculine frame, and she'll always listen to me. She'll never change it. She'll always have my back, and we're ride or die. Guys, if you go into relationships like that, you're going to get blindsided. Um, So be honest about who you are, what you're going through. Share yourself authentically with your partner. That's important. Um, Also, are you in a a respectful way? Forget all that. That, That's that's nice in the first 10 years of your marriage. By year 20, (laughs) you're barely talking to each other. Uh, Mature relationships are not about always being right and about getting your way all the time. And then finally, you know, we always talk about make that time for each other, right? That special time for one another. But I think it's also important to say, encourage your partner to be independent. Oh, yeah. She's going to be independent. All right. They go, they go independent. She's going to be smiling, spending your divorce money. All right. Having fun at 55. All right. Going to travel and see stuff. And you're going to be trying to recover your retirement. And build that relationship with yourself. Continue to build that relationship with yourself. The relationship that we have with ourselves are really the keys to success with relationships with other people. Ah, so, so well said. Doctor, I just, I- Enough of it, wait, wait. Kind of want you to to be the voice in my head or have you on speed dial. (laughs) Whenever I'm going through a challenging moment with Jim, I'm gonna try to remember all of Uh these things. So she's married. Jim, look out brothers. Jim, look out for the blind side here because she ain't got, 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 got 2000 on Jim in 15 years. She ain't she ain't performed that gluck gluck 2000. <laughs> when was the last time Jim got some gluck gluck from this woman? When was the last time she looked up with them big old eyes with a mouth full of salami? Last time. I guarantee you. <laughs> Thank you for your insight and advice as always. I would be honored to be on your speed dial and I'm, I'm grateful to be on. Oh, he putting in he putting in a word for himself. Did y'all hear that? Hold on. I got to reshare that. He put a word in for himself. You guys got to watch out for them sneaky gurus. All right. Let me see something. Thank you so much. Watch him, put, watch him run some game here. Moment with Jim. I'm going to try to remember all of these things. Thank you for your insight and advice as always. I would be honored to be on your speed dial and I'm, I'm grateful to be on the show. Thank you. You see her smile. She removed her hand from her chin. Hold up for a second. Going through a challenging moment with Jim. I'm going to try to remember all of these things. Thank you for your insight. And so she 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 batting the eyes at him, and then he's like, "Yeah, I'll be." Advice as always. Watch her. I would be honored to be on your speed dial, and I'm, I'm grateful to be on the show. Oh, she pointed at him. You go, boy. You know what? The, see these corny uh, these corny marriages. 
that's how they cheat on you. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just talking to him. I was just talking to the guru. And then all of a sudden, we had a glass of wine, and he was in there, and I was giving him that gluck, gluck. Gluck, gluck. Pause. <laughs> Let's do the super chats. Oh, my goodness, man. Look what you have to look forward to. Anybody who wants to debate me on marriage, I'm going to pull all this stuff out on you. Shout out to B-Roll Mahogany. Coach, please, a who hurt you rendition with the piano for Manuel Manny. Uh, he just wants some attention. I won't give him the time of day. Drew and Pringle, what did you say? He says, uh, you, you gave a snow bunny a golden shower over the weekend, CGA. Oh, boy. When we about to collab so I can tell your audience about it, hashtag, well, that's Drew. Well, I'm not collabing anymore, man. I, I put all the collabs away unless you got a check. All right, I'm not collabing. All right, especially, you know, growing channels, maybe a, maybe in a year, maybe in two years or so. But if your channel's smaller than mine, I need a paycheck. All right, Miami Dolphins, diehard fan. Coach Adams is the real deal. Shout out to the coach. Appreciate y'all. All right, let's see here. Uh, Ed says, with the sponsorship. Jesus. My goodness. Shout out to, uh, oh, Ed says, give me that CGA commercial. Pump the channels and them breaks, Don Son. Wait, uh, wait, pump the pump the channel and them books, Don Son. Come on, Sean. Pharrell, and he says, for the red, the black, and the green, sissies. All right, man. Hey, you got it all in there. What's CGA commercial? I got several commercials, all right? But, hey, do me a favor, man. Go to my other channels, man. Shout out to all my other channels. I, I think it's this one. Asked what is the uh red, black, and the green sissies with the key? All right, shout out to Long Brown Wolf, shout out to the UCLA Junior College. Have you guys ever been out to UCLA? We got to do an episode best colleges, we got to do a best junior college edition. UCLA is uh, it's an unbelievable campus. I'm gonna tell you what, man, UCLA is unreal. All right, USC is overrated. You're going to think there's a certain population there, but when your ass show up to campus, you ain't going to see none of them. All right, we got to do the best colleges and the worst college. UCLA is gorgeous as a campus, by the way, and then the student body population. All right, very good, although, you know, you're going to have to, you know, it's getting different now, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, UCLA, yeah, man, UCLA is beautiful. USC's, uh, um, USC, it's not what you think. All right, you're going to think USC, you would switch UCLA and USC's campuses in your mind. You would think UCLA would be on USC's campus and USC would be on UCLA, but it's vice versa. All right, Stanford, beautiful campus, a lot of ugly people there. All right, Stanford got, might, might have the ugliest people on their campus of all time. Maybe we'll do that if we have extra time. Shout out to Jabari Williams. 
He says Elliot Hulse and other men alike said he would uh, he wouldn't be as successful without marriage thoughts. He says there should be an RP MTGOW versus BP debate on middle ground. Well, see, Elliot and shout out to Elliot. We we met up a couple of times. We've kicked it and hung out. All right. Um, uh, he's a he's a good guy. But you got to remember, Elliot has been married all his life, pretty much all all of his life. And it's working out for him. So he doesn't know any different. So he can't speak as a single guy. He probably got married in his early 20s. So, you know, he can't speak on it. He can't really speak on it. But I will say this. I've had conversations with him in which he's seen divorce from people in this community. So he's seen it. He knows. But even he's using, you know, he's using his own anecdotal evidence to support it. And he has a situation where his wife is actually working with him. He's 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 beating it so far like the guy. Um, anyway, what are we doing here? Uh, but it's still early in the game. Pepperdine, yeah, USC's campus is not its not a good-looking campus, in my opinion. I mean, you know, surrounding area, their dorms are crappy, although they're, they're you know, they're going to be mad at me for saying this. Uh, but their living area around there, you're living in the middle of South Los Angeles, which they used to call South Central, all right? So if you're living slightly off campus, you're, you're surrounded by madness, all right? But Pepperdine, Pepperdine's a fantastic campus. All right, fantastic campus. Pepperdine, we used to, I used to live near Pepperdine. So we used to drive down the canyon um, to go down to um, Pepperdine to go to the parties. All right, but Pepperdine's expensive to go to. Ricky V, sub CGA, just heard your Wyoming story on the earlier stream. I could relate. Part of the problem of masculinity now, men have been separated too much from nature and overdosed with technology. Hashtag. Indeed, man. Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, men city, a lot of city boys, a lot of city slickers. I I would support men going to camps outside in Wyoming. And I would support Wyoming, not just Wyoming, but cowboy areas or areas where you have to do manual labor to survive. Um, because men always have that talking point. Well, women can't build and men build. Not today's men that don't build shit. <laughs> today's men don't build a damn thing. All right. So what are you building? What are you talking about? We build. You ain't going to build nothing, you city slicker. So let's get down to brass tacks here. Men do build. Men have the capability to build. It would take you some time to learn. You could do it. I know most men could do it if they had to do it. But y'all don't build a damn thing. Had you going out there to try to build something. I know dudes that build cabins, you know what I mean, with their bare damn hands. Not today. All right. You can build a website. So I, I would support men from the city um, as a as a community effort to teach young men. I would tell you, if you are a single mother today, you need to have your kids go out to some of these areas. And if you're a single mother in some of these other areas, have your kids go out into the city and learn both sides. Because there's there's techniques in surviving in both areas that both can benefit from and come back with some good stuff. Sad part is most of y'all will come back with drugs and stories and bad language. On both sides. Single mothers, send your kids out to some of these areas and learn how to. Uh, they have some of these jamborees, wood chopping jamborees. These boys get out there with they damn flannel on and they boots looking like, uh, you know, looking like the uh, the, 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 the lumberjack 
at Northern Arizona and they out there chopping that wood, wood chopper, Jan Breeze, these boys don't play. Uh, channel and they got enough firearms to actually defend their own area. Don't go in there sideways. Shout out to the horseback riders too, man. I cannot ride horses, but you got it's, it's something you got to learn. It's something that you should learn. You should experience these things. All right, channel eighteen hundred says shout out to the coach and the gang. Eighteen year, years in hell for me. Bad person. Eighteen years in hell. Goodness. Sh says, coach, have you seen the latest Madonna TikTok? It's disturbing. Thanks for all that you do. I did see someone sent it to me, and I haven't had a chance to look at it. Shout out to D. Alexander on the Cash App. He says, they out here marrying women with front BBLs. <laughs> oh, goodness. Front booties out here. Pause. I meant to say pause. Mr. Nonchalant was telling a coworker that any marriage that ends a divorce is time I cannot get back. So it's ultimately a waste, a decade or more only. To have her leave, nah, I'll pass. Shout out to the coach gang. That's the point I've been making about marriage. Well, they were together for 25 years, but it ended. Mm. It was successful. They did last for 16 years, but it ended. Guys, marriage is intended. I want people to really take this seriously. Marriage is intended to last forever. Like when a person gets married, they look at their life and they plan their life to be with their spouse. Now, if you, she can know the vault, fought divorce and just file for divorce and get out of there, well, she's broken the space-time continuum. She's broken everything. Everything's broken from that particular point. Now I got to readjust. I've calibrated my life to get us to 80 or sometimes 90. Now she's coming in here. Well, I found my new version of myself. And then she puts two new titties on her chest and she runs out there to the streets. And you sitting there like, what? Now you like my old dude with the UCLA shirt on. It's a waste. If you're going to get divorced, it's a waste. It's not. Do not celebrate long-term marriages. Well, they were together 40 years. They, at least they got some good. At least, no. At least nothing. It's not supposed to end that way. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the biblical plague. Having, having biblical in, endings. He says 20 years a slave. 20 years a slave. Not only are you going to be a slave. After the divorce, after the marriage is over, you're going to be a slave for five, 10 years after the divorce. And she got your money. Got to get my bag and run. IG team, IG, IG team, brick house. Marriage is not worth it. Fellas, listen to CGA free agent for life. Or at least stop telling me the whole, well, my eyes are going good. And I know the secret to make it work. And marriage is all you have to do is. Anything that follows all you have to do is, is advice you should not listen to. Well, all you have to do is, and you know, some of you guys will have a marriage that lasts a long time. Congratulations. I hope it lasts forever. Make it last. Make it last forever and never. Ooh, don't let our love in. I'm trying to remember the lyrics. It'll come in here. Anyway, make it last forever. But most of them won't last forever. You're going to get divorced. Where are we at here? Eric Powell, to any man who's never been married, listen to CGA. Everything he's saying is the gospel truth. You've been warned. Do not get married in the West. 
Not my wife, coach. Not my girl. My girl, she said she will never do that. She says, what a girl wants, what a girl needs, what a girl wants, what a girl needs. A guy who's be there for her, what a girl needs, what a girl wants, what a girl needs. And then you're going to be... <laughs> You're going to be blindsided. Charles D. Curry, man, ask me how many females I know that has said, Charles, that dumb skit we did in our prime, right? That dumb skit we did in our prime. Women say that skit ain't real. It ain't real. All right, young entrepreneur, but coach, what if I want my own personal woman? My PUA coach told me I was entitled to this. <laughs> All right, you get your own personal woman. You get your own personal woman. She's going to be yours. You get to tell her what to do. She's going to do everything you tell them to do. She's going to follow your plan. She's going to follow your lead until she doesn't. I'm the leader of this house, and we have a spiritual house. The Lord presides over our mar our marriage. Right? And then she goes and dump, she, she crosses you. She sticks you in the back. And you like, et tu, Brute. Shout out to Don Juan. After the great divorce, she heads to the motherland to get her peacefully plowed by the African warriors. Did we not see that one? That was an eye-opening clip. We showed you about those ladies in the United Kingdom and, and, and Austria and Germany, 60 years old, waddling down to the motherland, and they getting plowed by Kenyans. <laughs> Do we need to play that one again? Who hasn't seen that video? Oh, that video was comedy. Them African brothers was out there. They was lining up for white women. 60-year-old white woman. They was like, uh-huh. They was like, ooh, we got me some. Boy, you seen that video? Oh, my God. That video was unreal. And she's found herself. She's changed. And now she's getting plowed. Oh, y'all haven't seen it? Let me get through a couple more Super Chats. We'll we'll show that one. Uh, Eric Powell, notice in America that a happy marriage is only when the man submits to the wife, ever-changing wants and needs. Yep, that's how it, guys, that's how it's going to work out for you. It's a bad deal, all right? There's no masculine frame when she matures. She ain't playing that. When she turns 45, she, I don't got to listen to you. Channel 1800 Dumb, collab again with Joker. Brother, coach, he's busy, though. Me too, man. I mean, I don't have time to shoot the shit, all right? I'll be shooting the shit on my show, but I'm getting a benefit. I don't have time to shoot the shit. Y'all better be monetized. Split the, uh, look, split the super chats, 70, 30. Pay me my fee. I got zero time to F around. I mean, I, I wish I could help people. I'll come help people that have some momentum and all that. But I don't, you know, you guys think, you guys see me on my show shooting the shit, but it's my show. All right, I'm not coming over after two shows a day to come over and shoot the shit with you. I'm not trying to be like that, but what I'm saying is I'm pretty busy. Not only that, I don't even finish all the stuff I want to do. Like, I be over here with goals and goals. I'm like, damn, I got to post on this channel. I want to create something for this channel. Oh, by the way, my CGA, the Blue Chip Mindset channel is almost monetized. I can't wait. I'm almost monetized. Two more videos and I'll be monetized. So now I'm working for free over here, right? 
But in two more videos, I'll make 20 cents a video. <laughs> I'll make 25 cents every video that I put out. I can't wait. But man, I'm over here. I'm, I haven't put videos over here in a couple of weeks. Where's the other channel? I haven't put videos on here in two years. I haven't really been posting consistently here. I want to put more videos here, but I run out of time. I don't have literally... If you want me on your channel, I'm really being serious here. Pay up. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Put money on it. That's all I got to say. Because I don't have time. I'm sorry. People are like, oh, man, you've changed. I don't have time. <laughs> For real. I'm in here trying to be ambitious and shit. I don't have time to shoot the shit. I can show up. Like, have the show set up. I'll be there for three minutes. Hi, everybody. Yeah, what are we talking about? All right, I'm out. <laughs> Somebody says you have time. Not for free, I don't. <laughs> Not for free, I don't. I Hey, time is money. Money talks, bullshit walks. That's how I look at it. People are like, who you think you are? Man, I'm telling you, pay the fee. I'll take my ass over there if the fee good. So, guys, shout out to J Flow. Stand for the national anthem and when you pee. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I do see other YouTubers over there be going on panels and all that shit. You will never see my ass on the panel. Not for free, I won't be over there. <laughs> I'm going to show up to your channel and talk shit and debate and yell and scream over each other. Mm. For, man, there better be a fat cash app drop. Drop the cash app. <laughs> For real. All right, so I can show up over there. All right. AJM says, what do you think about Coach Red Pill? He says, tricking is bad. And Coach, I saw a, I got a slow Tuesday Gordita lined up. Respect to the coach game. All right. Um. By the way. I don't advise tricking. I do tell people they're tricking when you think another person's tricking. Hey, the the, the thing, let's, I, I guess we could just boil it down. Shout out to Coach Red Pill. I'll boil it down like this. Falling in love with women you're paying directly is not a good idea. That's going to be bad. When you fall in love with a stripper and all of a sudden she's liquidating your bank account because you fell in love, now that's tricking. All right, you're supporting her. She's a single mom and you're paying for her rent. And yeah, Now that's tricking, all right? Paying for a one-off, for an hour, uh, a rug, rub and tug, that's not tricking, all right? You got control of it, all right? But 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 what I'm trying to also advise you is what you're doing on the normal basis is tricking, especially if you're doing a relationship or if you're doing it where you're running game. Like, you're really trying to get her to fall for you and fall for these tricks. I love that. I love that word, tricks. You guys want women to fall for tricks because <laughs> I love it. This is what they do. We got a little bit of time here. This is what they do. They literally go on their channel and they'll go, all right, guys, we're going to teach you some tricks to trick women. Meanwhile, she tricking your ass, but that's okay. And then what you're going to do is you're going to trick her into believing that whatever is it going to be to get out of her peace leave or to get her to put put her phone number in your phone. <laughs> this is a trick to get women to do this. This is a trick to get women to do. Okay, so you're tricking. 
And watch this trick. What you do is you walk alongside her and then you talk to her and you put a little something in her ear and you tell her this trick and that trick and this trick. Mm. Acting like women are dumb. They running game on you backwards. What I want to tell young men, stop thinking women are stupid. They literal purpose on this earth is to get you to put seed in her belly. You don't think they're not thinking about this 24-7? See, what you think is these women, oh, man, I, I chose the wrong guy again. I keep choosing all these bad guys, and they keep breaking my heart. You think that's how they really live? You think every day, damn, he manipulated me again. He did. He put tricks on me again. Another magic trick. Mm. Dude, they do what they want to do out here. They choosing. They want to get clapped down by the ones they want to get clapped down by. They're fooling you. They're tricking you and believing they're making bad decisions. They're making real life decisions out there. They're not falling for dumb stuff. They're choosing to do that. I keep trying to tell you goofballs. They're doing what they want. They're playing like they're, oh, I just can't seem to get it together. So they don't have to answer for the fact that they're a full out 304. And then you come in. I'll save you. Come on, you. Ay, ay, ay. Would you listen to me? I've been around for a long time, but I got 28-year-olds that know more than me. I know more game than the coach. No, you don't. You're a trick. And you're playing magic tricks on her, but you don't realize she tricking your ass in reverse. She done been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel, and you think you're getting her soul. Why? Do, I mean, I'm telling you guys, silly rabbits, tricks, and forget. You're the tricks. The the the, the joke. The wait. The jokes on you. The jokes on you. The joke been on you, goofballs. How many times have you seen these women come out years later? Well, and take advantage of your kindness. Take advantage of the situation that she put you in. Thought you were getting it for free. This is what they think about all day long. Do you think you're tricking them? They don't think about nothing else all day but how to manipulate men. You got to think about your job and the car you drive and the clothes you wear and the club. They think about tricking your ass. <laughs> And all you're going to do is go out there and run some game on her. In a time where the game has all been exposed. There's no more magicians. When was the last time you went to a magic show and sat there? Wow. Wonder how he did that trick. It's all been exposed. The damn, you can hardly believe a sports game right at this particular point. You can hardly believe the impact. Everything, you can hardly believe Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Oh, oh they did it. You don't believe anything today. Why? Because it's all been exposed. We all know why people do stuff now. There's no secret. There's no secrets anymore. There's no magicians anymore. All the magicians now are demonic 
they've, they've, they've tapped into Satan's soul. That's how far they got to go in to impress y'all's asses. Watch the dunk contest. You won't even get excited. They, these dudes are doing stuff that you can't do on a dunk contest, and y'all watch it like this. That's how much we've been desensitized. That's how much the game has changed. There's no more secrets. All these guys that are so-called experts, women watch them. The same women that you're going to play these tricks on. But that's neither here or there. That's neither here or there. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm just trying to get you guys to understand. Especially if you got no game at all, give it up. If you're going to go to some guy, I got no game. I got absolutely zero game. Your ass going to need 12 years of schooling. You need to go back to middle school, all right, and learn what happens in middle school and learn how to get over middle school games them girls was playing on your ass. And then learn how the high school works. Then learn how the junior college, freshman and sophomore year work. And then junior and senior year. And then first years of college. That is that is literally a whole schooling lesson in itself. You think you're just going to jump out there after getting your ass kicked in junior high school, high school, freshman year, freshman year of college, and then getting your ass drilled the first five years of your career, and you're going to run out there and learn something to go impress these women that have been doing this for sport for 15 years. They've been all in the business. They've been rejecting more men. They've rejected more men than you've actually ever will consider cold approaching in your life. And you're going to trick her? I'm done. I'm done. You're going to trick her with some magic trick? You're going to pull the damn ace card from your damn sleeve? <laughs> Good luck out there, gentlemen. Good luck. I'm going to tell you, man, I, it ain't going to work for you. I'm not saying it doesn't work for me. I'm telling it ain't going to work for you, okay? I'm not talking from my standpoint. I'm talking from your standpoint. If you ain't figured out how the manipulation works from day one, forget it. You better figure some shit out. Because <laughs> everybody thinks I'm talking about for me. Cold approach don't work for me. No, I figured out that that's not a workable system. It doesn't favor me. So it's pointless to use it. I use different approaches. Okay, because I don't waste time with this BS in this manipulation game. I know the position I'm going to play. I'm not saying I can't cold approach. I'm saying it ain't worth my time. And it probably ain't worth your time either. There's no more tricks. Anyway, shout out to Kebby says, Coach, can you play the video with the two women telling nice guys just wait since they love the nice guys? I could, but I'm going to crash my computer if I pull it up. Shout out to Jeremiah Franz. Patrick Bet David uh, needs to get you on his podcast. Shout out to them. Never heard of Patrick Bet, Bet David. All right. IG Team Brickhouse says, as a husband, you will be forced to give up some of your masculinity. Women soften you up. Hashtag no thanks. They soften your ass up. Guys, believe me, I've, I've, I've kicked it with women. 
And I've listened to them and they'll literally sit there. Uh, I'm training his ass up. I know what to do. I got him right where I want him. And you guys think you're doing tricks on them. I'm like, you know what the best trick you can do on a woman? I'm going to tell you this. Y'all better send me a super chat after this. I'm going to tell you the best trick you can ever run on a woman. You guys ready? I'm going to say an angry man. Press one in the chat if you want the absolute best game or trick to run on a woman. Put put it on. Put put one in the chat. Chat. <laughs> Who ready? I'm going to tell you the absolute bet. It is undefeated. The women in here putting one in the chat. This is all you need to know. Somebody says, I don't need it, coach. <laughs> the number one thing you can do that women can't defeat, barely ever defeat, is having options. Having options. That's the best damn advice that I can give you. If you got options on abroad, there ain't she can do. But sit there and watch your ass and try to play her role. If you ain't got no options, see, the options is a game changer. See, she thinks that she's the best thing since sliced bread. She thinks she got the best peace leave come from heaven, heaven sent. And if you play it like, I'm not talking to anyone else, I'm only talking to you. You the only one in my life. I done got rid of all my hoes. You the one, you my ride or die. It's just me and you. You just put yourself below her. And now she's Jack, she's got you by the balls. The minute you say you ain't the only one and you ain't the best one, the minute she sees it, not only does she hear it from you, she sees you have options. She can see the options in your phone. She can see the options in your life. She can see the options right there. She looking at her. She looking at her. Damn. What does she got that I don't have? She looked better than me. Her hair longer than me. Her booty fatter than mine. Her back flatter than mine. Her titties smaller than mine. Her titties bigger than mine. She thinks she got better skin. You got options, not only with women in life. You got her by her ass. She got a, she, wait, do I got to play it? <laughs> Somebody's putting it in the chat. It just reminded me. Here it is right here. She says it. Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. And let me tell you, I forgot about that clip until you guys were putting that in there. I completely forgot about that. But there it is right there. You got options in women. You got options in life. You basically got a calendar. Let me pencil your ass in. I'll be traveling to Brazil. I'll see you when I come back. Sure, I can see you. I'll see you next Tuesday. I got shit to do from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. If she's waiting for you, you got the advantage. If she walks away, I ain't waiting for you. You need to, she loses anyway. She gets to go back up. That right there kills anything that you need to know. Get some damn options. They can't play games when you got options.
100%. But if you're out there, oh, but you'd be the best woman I'll ever have sex with. Oh, baby, it's me and you ruin running again. Oh, man, you at the club following her around? Be busy. Yeah, be busy. Have options. Have other things you need to do. When she asks you what your hobbies are, shit, too many to name. When she comes to your garage, damn, you got two motorcycles? You got a mountain bike? Porsche? You got a truck? Man, girls literally look at me and they be like, wow, you got too much going on. Too much. That's the only trick you need. Pull that trick out of your rabbit hat. I'll see you when I see you. Somebody says, don't tell her ish. When they see you got options and they see you got an advantage over them, they'll figure out how to prey on you. Sure. But they got to wait to prey on you. Make them wait to prey on you. Oh, yeah, you could try those tricks on me next month. When I give you time. Anyway. <laughs> Where are we at? Jeremiah Franz, appreciate you, man. Uh, I Team IG Brickhouse, I always say it backwards. Women soften you up. Jeremiah Franz, the worst. The times, the more valuable a good plumber. Learn skilled trade, guys. It's an easy pathway to self-employment and financial independence, 100%. Yes, indeed. Get that financial independence. That's another form of option. Shout out to Galloway. Coach, did you see Andrew Tate on your mom's house podcast? It's hilarious. I did not. I did not. It's very, but, but Andrew Tate's pretty, Andrew Tate's the kind of the guy that, um, that I was talking about this morning. He actually has a proven record of fighting, knocking somebody the hell out. You know, he has money. I got money. He got cars and hoes and options. He's kind of in his own driver's seat. All right. Um, Norbit, appreciate you. Joshua Moon says, hit the like button or be a stepdaddy forever. Let's get over 1,000 likes. Let's get over 1,000 likes. Trevor Nader, don't listen to Coach Sean. You just got to get out in the field and cold approach. Plenty of queens out there. Plenty of queens out there. Get them cold approaches on. Waste all that time. All right. But look, I could have sold you that in the package there. Right. Curtis Randall in the building. Thank you, sir. Harold Lagurmi, what did you say? Harold's always dropping it. He says, in my time bouncing, I've seen broken men and women. If I created a channel, I'll be an old gray still telling. I'll be old and gray still telling them tales. Hashtag price is wrong. But I think you should create a channel to uh, let people know that nightclub people that operate in nightclubs and bars, bouncers know. Bouncers are not some of that them alphas that got proven track records of knocking people out. Alpha C, I'm sorry, bouncers see the broken men and women from a different lens because they're sober and it's late at night and they're trying to keep everybody straight. And they see all these broken. Let me tell you something. People that go to nightclubs and bars are broken. 90% of them. And bouncers see it. Bartenders see it. These aren't people, but they see your goop. Bartenders also see your goofy ass out there trying to mac. <laughs> they see your goofy ass trying to mac, and the bouncers are just like, wow, look at this shit. And they see the same girl in here sucking seed from Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, they see they see all the stuff that you think you out here clever, pulling tricks out of, yeah, hotel clerks. They see you guys, man. Broken people, they see uh, 
you know what hotel clerks see? This, this is what hotel clerks see. They see the dark goals. <laughs> they see all the girls. Oh, I'm just washing my hair. Oh, I'm sick today. I can't meet up with you. Getting clapped by old men in the hotel room. Coming out after an hour and 45 minutes. She fixing her girdle, her skirt. She fixing everything. What you need to get is a red pill job. We need to bring that stream back. See, when you, when you train, when you, when you train, not train, when you work and you see things from the outside looking in, you end up going, mm, everything ain't what I thought it was. Shout out to Robert, Roberto Moreno paying my respects to the GOAT. We in here. Senior Oro, with all your channels, I hope you use more than one email. If one email gets hit for a copy, no, no, I got multiple. Dude, I got emails that I don't even check. So it's difficult. I'm a hire. My next hire is going to be emailer. He says, give me the stutter beatboxer. We'll do that later. It's got to be in context. Shout out to the Gorditas and the Nasty Boys. Yeah, shout out to you. All right, so I got all my editors and my transcribers. I need an emailer. All right, shout out to Senior Oral again. KM Lowe says one. EO says, tell it, coach, you're the man. People don't realize it. Ricky B, they want you when other 304s want you. It's simple. It's the simplest trick you can run on them. If you want to trick one, have them have options. Shout out to Maryland guy. I dropped a big chunk of money on RSD's PUA program back. In 2010, back when I tried to run game, it was all BS. Give me the buzzer. You can write it off on your taxes. Somebody says, I shut off notifications due to content made for kids. Interesting. Maybe I got to, um, maybe I got, I'm going to go check on that. Shout out to that one. Thank you, uh, Sam. Because maybe uh, when the live streams post, I don't have to click that box if it's not made for kids. So I might check that out. Shout out to Channel 1800. Uh, can you give me, wait, can you give us a money coach? Can you can you give us a money coach? I'm not sure what that is. I got money. Option. Shout out to Joe Smith, coach. Why do women wear almost nothing to the gym just to do five-pound squats and walk on the treadmill? Attention is our currency. Attention is our currency, guys. That's the bottom line. If you ever wanted to understand women, choose life as understanding. I understand what women do. Attention is the best thing they got going for them. That's as good as money because attention can turn into money. Now, they might say they don't want attention. It's a big fat lie. Never believe that. All right. They all want someone to like them and appreciate them. This is why they make an effort. This is why they chase you. This is why women chase the best of the best men. All right. This is why they are the peacocks of, of, our, of our culture. They masquerade and 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 makeup and hair nail. All the stuff they do is for attention. Not only just for men, but from society, uh, uh, women, whoever it else, uh, their boss. There's somebody she's doing it for. So they're gonna go in and get attention. They don't want you. They just want to be able to get the look from you. Now the look is enough, especially if she doesn't consider you to be that dude. All she wants you to do is catch your ass looking. And then, cha-ching! That's what she wanted. 
Now, if she, a woman, let's just say a woman woke up one day and she walked outside and nobody looked at her, she would go duck into the house and she'd be sitting there going, what's wrong with me? Now, does she want everybody to look? No. I mean, does she want everybody that looks at her? No. But she needs that validation. She needs that. She craves that. Without it, she's got nothing. This is why they tend to post the same type of photo every single time on their social media. They don't do that much anymore, but that was a big thing, especially for women over 35. They do this all the time. Good morning. Perfect lighting, perfect makeup. Have you ever, let me just tell you this. Have you ever seen them get ready to take a picture? I'll show you what it looks like. Let me get them on my screen here. So you think, oh, woke up like this, click, and they just posted it. Hell no. This is what it looks like right here. Hold on for a second. Now, are they doing that just to, or are they doing that for attention? And it is what it is. Let them do, listen, we know they need that. Like, like I need my money for the day. I need my money for the day. I got money. They need that. They need to go out to the gym and wear their cute gym outfit. Have you ever heard them say that? Oh, you got a cute outfit on. Now, guys, do you wear outfits to gym? Have you ever worn an outfit to the gym? If you do, you're on the emasculation side. <laughs> but they wear outfits to the gym. One that has a jacket. Guys, I've worked in gyms for 10 years. It has a jacket with a sleeve, and they can put their little thumb in the sleeve. Right there to keep the sleeve and nice stretched out. And they got a shirt underneath it with a sports bra attached to it, or a sports bra by itself. These sports bras cost 70, 80 bucks. This isn't cheap, and it's in a perfect color that their shoes happen to match their sports bra tank top. And then their pants cost 80 bucks, 120 bucks for them pants. And before they left to the gym, they looked at their ass about 50, 11 times. To know what their ass look like when you look at it. And then they show up. Why are these guys staring at me? <laughs> you think it's non-intentional? <laughs> All right, come on, man. It is what it is. They don't walk out of the house without looking like what the hell they look like. They want to know what the hell they look like. like this. Oh, damn. Hold on. I have to turn that audio down. So it's all intentional and just accept it. And all they need you to do one goofy ass time is to catch. She got to catch one of these goofballs looking. She got to catch one of these goofballs looking. All they got to do is look. And then she has the ability to turn their ass down. But this is what she's going to do in the meantime. Let me catch their ass looking. I'm going to catch one of their ass. 
Let me do something. Let me do something. Oh, I'm stretching. Let me stretch my neck. And then she finally catch your ass peeking. I've seen a woman one time actually taking pictures. You know, this is what she was doing. Because I've been worked in gym. She was taking, she was stretching. And as she was stretching, she was looking at her phone like this. But I happened to be standing behind her. And I looked over. And she was taking pictures of dudes that was looking at her stretching. Like this. So she was acting like she's looking at her phone stretching. But she was going clack, clack, clack. All the goofballs looking at her stretching. I swear to God. I'm like. <laughs> okay. So. Do they stretch like that at their house? Nope. No, nah, they wait till they come there and do a couple of kickbacks and some air squats, and then they get the stretching. <laughs> so it is what it is. All right. So accept it for what it is. You can either fully participate or you can abstain. You can actually say, I'm not going to give her the time of day, you know, and then just play the whole, I'm not going to look at her game. So anyway, shout out to Harold Legurmi says, coach, you just F, wait, you just fat bungee cord snapped on these ninjas. Hashtag victory lap. There's no more tricks. Shout out to Michael Metro, the fourth. Scott O. Hillbilly, attention is the coin of the realm. It's all, it's all attention. So she can go. How many times have you heard this, guys? Oh, these guys always looking at me. They always approaching me. They always saying that. And, um, oh, these guys, all oh, these young, or if it's an older woman, all these old guys, all these younger guys always want me. They always coming up. They always trying to talk to me. I turn them all down. So what you also have to know is, although attention is her currency, her default setting is rejection. She gets as much thrill rejecting your ass as she does you looking at her. So had you found the gumption to go cold approach her because the squeaky wheel gets the oil, she can't wait to reject the hell out of your ass so she can feel better. Have you ever heard women bragging about rejecting guys? It's a sport to them. So they can go to their friends and say, this guy was looking at me and he had the nerve to come up and talk to me. I rejected his ass. She don't talk about the time that the game worked and she found herself with her knees pinned back to her ears. She don't talk about that. But she sure love to talk about, oh, these younger guys all want me and I turn them all down. Okay, rejection is a part of what she does. This is a simple game once you accept it and understand it. If you don't accept it and understand it, it you will get pissed about stuff like this. It's no need to get pissed off on it. This is what they do. It's the same thing as men want sex for the least amount of money. That's how we operate. That's how we get around in life. For the least amount, that's what we want. If women understood that, perhaps it might be a better place, but they'll never understand that. And they think the next guy is going to be different from the next guy. Well, he just doesn't want sex from me. He actually whining down me. But after he gets the sex, he's never taking your ass out again. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed the first two dates or three dates that you made him wait because you ain't getting another one after you give up the booty. 
<laughs> All right, shout out to the Doomsday Project. Sup, coach? Had to let you know you were right. A woman who agreed with, uh, will try to, or sorry, agreed with Will tried to pull me in the damsel in distress situation. It's all pretty much predicted behavior at this point. I got it down to a science. I've gotten women down pretty much to a science. Nothing surprises me. All right. They can't go any higher or lower in my life. Like a woman can't come in and be like, wow, okay, you're different. So she can't go in my, in my experience on earth. No woman can go higher. And uh, there's no depths of low that she cannot ascend to. Like there's no low left. I mean, I, I, I don't think there's a, it's a bottomless pit of low <laughs> for all women. They're like, I know they can go low. But you guys think that one's going to come in higher, way higher than the rest, and there's no low bar for them. No, there, there's low. There's the depths of hell, Jezebel, Lilith's cavern and cave of decadence. That's how low she can go. <laughs> but they can't go any higher than the highest, and th there's not very much high. All right, so anyway. <laughs> All right, this is all biblical, by the way. Shout out, but this is not against women. This is men too. But we somehow give women a pass. Oh, you're a moral spirit and you have a high moral compass. No. In the right situation, she'll do just what every other woman would do in the right situation. I'm not shocked on anything they do at this particular point. Shout out to Maryland guy coach. I'm telling you, if you don't look at them in the gym, it drives them absolutely crazy. They will put themselves around you to make you look. Yeah. They, they want to get that look. They want to get that look. And then they want to be able to, uh, or they want to, and, and, and uh, this is all done subconsciously, by the way. Also, they will look at you looking in the mirror. So have you guys experienced this? You guys, will, a woman will walk past you and not even cut their eyes at you. But women are very intelligent, especially that attention is her currency. She knows that if she cuts her eye at you, with the slightest bit of smile, your dumb ass going to walk up and talk to her. So they're well trained on that. So she doesn't want this. She just wants you to look. This is why they do catwalk and modeling and all this shit. They want people to look at them. They're very much in the voyeurism. Okay, this gets their, their, gets their panty wet. Now, you know what they're going to do? Once they walk past your ass, they're going to look in any reflective mirror, glass, or any damn thing to see if you cut or turn your head to them. Cut your eyes or turn their head. They're going to look in that direction and see if the reflection of you looked at their ass. Or they're going to look in your their peripheral vision. Now, they do this as a protective method as well. Now, these are all things that once you understand it, you can put yourself in a good situation. So the best thing you can do is don't put your head on the swivel and you can feel good about yourself, but you ain't got no spank bank tonight. You can say that I'm not going to look at them, but you walking around not looking at women. All right. So the best thing I do is then I drive with very dark window tint and I wear very dark sunglasses so I can sneak and look at their ass. <laughs> I'm like, all right, any reflective mirrors? All right, nobody looking? Okay, all right. But if I do the whole walk past, I'll cut my eyes to see if she's cutting her eyes at me. If she's already indicating that she has no, uh, no potential to cut her eyes at me, I take my eyes off of her. And she's going to, what you guys also have to understand is, 
they're aware that you're there, okay? They're aware that you're there. Their senses have to make sure they alert her that you're there. They're not dumb. They, they're not ignore. They're not, they're not there. They're not intentionally, or let's say this. They don't think you're invisible. They know you're there. They know you're coming. They need to know to protect themselves. They know you're coming. They're hoping you don't look. They're hoping you don't talk to them. Some women are hoping you talk to them, but you don't talk to them. So it goes the other way, too, where she'll act like you ain't there just so you can talk to her. This is women. <laughs> women were like, I looked at him. He should have come up. He should have came up and talked to me. I gave him a signal. I looked at him for 1.2 seconds. How come men don't approach? I looked at him. So this is all goofball stuff that people do because this is basically her nature. She has to do this, right? Because this is how she gets you to put seed in her belly. These are all the games that they play. They're games to us, but to them, this is all marks of attraction, right? They don't record themselves on the phone for their own viewing pleasures. They do this for attention, okay? Black men were there. Shout out to Ricky V. If no man approached them, they 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 break down inside. <laughs> they break down inside. So that's the whole thing too. Uh, again, that makes you, they're aware that they didn't get enough attention that day. And it will crush them. It will crush their self-esteem because uh, most women are very much, they don't even have to be very good looking and they'll get men looking. A lot of guys, a lot of black guys go through this bad because black guys always think they got clever things to say, right? So they, you always got something clever. Oh, baby. Oh my God. Look at all that wagon. You dragging. Ooh, baby. I like to put some icing on that cake. Oh my God. Can I get some fries to go with that shake? You always got something clever to say. As if this is the first time she heard of this goofy shit. All right. And so then the next black guy that she sees approaching, whether she's black, female, white, female, Hispanic, female, doesn't matter what race she is. She thinks you're going to say some goofy shit, too. And she braces herself when she walks by you. Oh, shit. He going to ask me, can I get some jiggle with that wiggle? <laughs> and then you don't say nothing. She's like, wait a minute. He didn't even say nothing. He didn't even look at me. He didn't even say, girl, you thick. He didn't even say, shake what your mama gave you. He didn't even say, how you getting them jeans? He said nothing. What did I do? What did I do? Why me? I didn't even want his black ass. And he didn't even look. It's the power of rejection. Shout out, uh, Newski says, are you going to help your daughter if she becomes a single mom? Nope. She's going to go live with her mama. All right. She already got explicit instruction. <laughs> All right. Mr. Ant the Great Coach, I'll literally be around the corner. I'm sorry. i literally be in the corner by myself at the gym, and they will come to my area, face me, and do deadlifts and squats, give them the buzzer. Mm. 
I mean, it always seems that way. And especially if you are an attractive male, they're going to do that. Um, but also the problem is the problem is they don't know how to deal with compliments. Mainly because men waste compliments on them. So it, it's almost it's almost damned if you do damned if you don't. Right. So this is the whole thing that keeps men in a lurch. She came to my area. Now, she can inadvertently came to your area or she could have intentionally came to your area and then she made herself available. She gave you a choosing signal. She started playing with her hair and then you're going, oh, should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? And you're thinking about this shit for two days and then you're waiting for her to see her if she does it again. But she doesn't because she went home. Damn, he didn't approach me and I gave him all the signals. So he's out. Or he did approach me and now he's a creep. So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So this is why in places that you're going to frequent often and that you depend on, like you have a membership there or, or it's your job, don't approach their ass, okay? Because you're putting your, your, your places of comfort and the places that you go. Uh, for other things, you're putting that at risk for one little uh, silly moment in her life. So whatever silly moments going on in her head now she can put that in jeopardy because she was playing the damned if you do, damned if you don't game. She was playing the power of rejection. She was playing, oh, I was just giving one of you to give me the attention. So don't do it at work. Don't do it at the gym. Don't do it on the bus route that you go on because otherwise you got to change your whole bus route if this shit goes left. If you're going to cold approach them, do it with some shit 15, 20 miles away from where you live. Somewhere at a mall that you rarely ever frequent so that when you go there that one or two times, that's the only time you have the experience. You, you don't have to shut down and not go to that mall. Okay. When you're at your gym, keep it cool right there. In your apartment complex, it's off limits. That's the way you keep it cool like that. All right. Shout out to uh, D Jones. It's been a while, CGA. I'm back from college for a bit, meaning to ask you, though. How much is, or what's your version of a fistful of 20s just asking? It's all different. It's all different based on the woman. Most women are extremely average, and they don't know it. Okay, they don't know it. All right, I wouldn't pay them to do anything. I wouldn't pay them to evacuate my premises during the earthquake drill. But um, they can get some freebies for me. But a woman that is very much going to be my style and my type, Fistful of 20s. I but that, money. that's not a lot of women. A lot of women think they qualify for that. And they don't. You average as a mofo and below average. But you can't tell them that. They all think they're eights and nines. Uh, baby, the way the bell-shaped curve works, there's only so many nines and tens. Everybody knows the bell-shaped curve. Everybody should have learned this in statistic class. Let me show you how this works. Yes, I'm educated. You learn this in statistic class. Okay. Any statistic class will let you know that. Let me see here. And this goes for men too. All right. But men are, don't, don't depend on looks. Where's my uh, bell shaped curve? Oh, here it is right here. Look at right here a normal bell shaped curve distribution. And this goes for looks, genetic lottery, uh, percentage of wealthy men, you name it. Take a look here. Let me see if I can get a bigger uh, distribution, a picture here. 
most people will be right in here. 34% over here, 34% over here. That makes something like a uh, quick mass here. That's going to be 78. 78% of people are right here in the middle. Average is a mofo. Then on this side, you got highly attractive and you got very damn attractive. And then you got goddess. You got goddess right here. You got goddamn right here. And then you got woo right here. And then you got everybody else right here. And then you got holy shit right here. And hell no, I'm not with a 10-foot pole right here. And shit, never. That's what you got right here. Everybody else, most women are right in here and damn near over here. This is a bell-shaped curve and how it goes. And I'll be damned if every woman, I'm an eight or a nine. Shh. It ain't possible. Statistically, it ain't possible. <laughs> Statistically, it ain't possible. Y'all all not sitting over here. You are not all sitting over here. Very few women over here. Now, where does my fistful of 20 go? Right over here. Right here to here. Right here to here. Right here to here. So we talking about 10% of the population, right? Everybody else, you a freebie. You a free sucksy, whatever the hell you want to call it. All right? You ain't, I'm not touching you. I don't want you in my presence after I bust a nut. Whatever it is, okay? So this is how it goes. The majority of the population is average to below average. In looks, quality, smartness, intelligence, what have you. So I don't want to hear my intelligence is high, but my beauty is low, so therefore I'm a nine. No, absolutely not. This is how people are distributed in our society. <laughs> I be going hardcore people. People mad at me as hell. No, man. Shout out to uh, Derek's Gerard in the building. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, brothers. Look, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Enjoy the game. Kansas is going to be up on North Kakalaki. Shout out to the people who are competing in the college basketball tournament. Yes, sir. And I hope you learned something. Shout out to the coach game. We're going to be out of here. Let's run this coaching commercial. Oh. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.